Robin Williams with another science show, a programme that'll be 48 next month. But let's start with youth. Jonathan Davis is an exceptional young man. He won the Sleek Geek Eureka Prize when he was in year nine at school in Townsville, at a time when boys are having to be cheered by songs written to make them feel better about themselves. Jonathan seems happy with his lovely family, books, and yes, with science. When I first met you, you were talking about neutrinos, and in fact, your Sleek Geek Award was based on some of that physics. Are you still interested in neutrinos and such like? Well, my specific interest in neutrinos has possibly waned a bit. My interest in physics and whole other branches of science, uh, biology, chemistry, everything from neuroscience to pharmacology, I'm, I'm interested in now. How do you pack it all in? I read a lot when I can, which is probably more than I should. I try and keep on top of things. That's very impressive. How many of your friends and colleagues do the same? Some. Various friends to various extents. I think you're being just kind, frankly. (laughs) Did you hear Frank Wilczek on The Science Show talking about non-neutrinos, but axions as the basis of dark matter? I did, yes. Do you think he's right? I think it's an interesting theory. I'm not necessarily sure whether it's empirically, objectively correct interpretation. I think... It shows us that we have many gaps we need to fill in in our understanding of the universe. Yeah, very, very big gaps, 85% of the universe gaps. In other words, so gigantic, it almost beggars credibility. But what is required, do you think? We just wait for the experiments, because we described a lot of experiments, and they're going on in Melbourne and various other parts of the world. And you talked about, in your sleek geek presentation, how many neutrinos are going through us as we're sitting here and actually detecting the number of these particles. Have you ever been to an experiment where it's actually going on? I have not. I would love to, but I don't think there are any in Australia. Um, If there are, they're certainly not within walking distance. (laughs) There are some actually in Melbourne where it's being done and uh, lots around the world. Italy does very well in this regard as well, but what are you working on at the moment? Are you just reading in general or concentrating on one particular set of ideas? A lot of reading in general. I am particularly fascinated by neuroscience at the moment, specifically the neurochemistry that drives behaviour. That's something that quite fascinates me. Yes, isn't that interesting? Because if you simply say you're a vehicle of either your genes or your chemistry, (laughs) where is the biochemistry in free will? And are you aware yourself in your own body of how your biochemistry works to make your brain and thinking operate? Well, my stance on free will has changed a bit over the years. I used to be very much a believer in a deterministic universe, i.e. everything is governed by strict mathematical laws that mean that I have no say in the matter as to what I'll do. It's already determined. The fact that you know our understanding of physics is still leaves some gaps, if you will, in, in a complete uh, objective interpretation of the universe makes me think that there could potentially be room for free will of a sort. And even if that free will is not so much free will in I can will my brain chemistry, it's free will in the sense that I feel like I can choose my own path, even if I may not be able to in the scheme of things. And yeah, I feel like as humans, our machinery for interpreting our own brain chemistry is inherently flawed. We have this very limited domain of interpretation of subjective behavior compared to what is actually in the brain. And we're not always very good at determining what's going on in our brain. Our brain chemistry rules us maybe more than it should. I ask how old you are? I'm 16. You're 16. Does it ever strike you that not too many people age 16 in Australia are conjuring ideas as you are? 
uh, I'm sure there are people out there who think of things like this and maybe other things that I don't. Yes, but do you find any to have a conversation with of any age? Not particularly regularly. Do you like to? I would love to. <laughs> It'd be very, very interesting, very fascinating to do. So what are the plans actually for you and getting through high school and so on? You're at Townsville uh, Grammar. Well, I'm studying the International Baccalaureate at Townsville Grammar School, so that's given me a, quite a few different areas to explore. I'm, like, I'm really enjoying learning Spanish at the moment. And then I would like to study at university. I had the Bachelor of Philosophy degree at ANU. It looks very interesting, very promising, because it would let me pursue many different research interests at once and do a lot of research, which is not something you get to do a lot in a typical undergraduate degree. But after that, I'm not sure, and I'm not really sure what I want to do it in. I'm interested in many different fields. That's a good idea, because then you can refine and concentrate. May I ask your mother, Eleanor, he's a remarkable young man, and that was proved when he won the Sleek Geek Award, obviously, and not least when I was in the Australian Museum and talking to him, and he said, I want to talk to you about neutrinos, and I was completely flummoxed. Were you surprised by your young son? I am, I think, always surprised by him. When it came to the neutrinos video, I was busy with work and he was pottering around with his camera and he told me he was making a video for some competition. I thought it was a, a school thing he was doing. And then one day he showed me the edit of what he'd done and I was completely blown away. And actually we sat down and had a conversation about neutrinos because I had no idea. Our conversations since then have ranged across so many topics. And it's always a, a really interesting conversation. I learn a lot from him. His appetite for reading is voracious. And yeah, it's a he's quite a fascinating son to have. Um, I feel quite ignorant sometimes. But every now and again, I, I think I need to put him back in his place by teaching him how to do things like putting on a load of washing or <laughs> getting out the door to school on time. So yeah, no, he's a fabulous kid. Is it a complete coincidence that you're in the media as, as well? That's an absolute coincidence, actually. And I mean, I loved working in the media. It was a fabulous and enjoyable career. I had never had the faintest idea that this was something that would interest Jonathan, but I think it was more his love of science and the desire to explore that and to teach others that got him started in the first place. I think he had a, a YouTube science channel from year five or year six when he started doing strange chemistry experiments under our house and I was always worried he'd burn it down. But um, I think it was more the interest in science than media that really kicked this off. So, no, it's very interesting. And your other children similar? Jonathan has a, a younger brother, Sam, who is a very interesting kid as well. His interests differ, but his Interested probably more things like electrical circuits, and at the moment he's really interested in the human body. So biology is something that he's keen on. So, no, it's, it's wonderful watching these two grow up. I'm sure it is. Thank you, Eleanor. But back to you, Jonathan. Um, I want to know about your reading. Is it scanning reading, which is what I'm told when I ask if I go to a school and I say to young pupils here listen to the science show at all because I've got all the stuff that's vaguely connected to their courses. Gregor Mendel on genetics and uh, how it works and ideas as we mentioned about dark matter and why how you know it's there. So that sort of thing goes on but usually I'm told that a one-hour program is too long and books, no no you don't read books, you scan little bits on the screen. So what do you do? I read in a variety of formats. I read 
actual paper books. Yes, I'm shocking in this, uh, in this modern age. I'm a very fast reader, and that's not necessarily a good thing because I can often sort of summarise things in, in my mind without, like, I can sort of fill in the gaps. I think we all do that to an extent. But I, I try and get the ideas and I try and enjoy the words every now and then as well. I read a lot on my phone as well. I'm sure many of us do. Articles from all kinds of different sources and there's some skimming involved. It's kind of written like that. Final words from you? Something on your mind for you just been hearing myself and your mother talk about? I'm very lucky to have such a wonderful mother and such supporting parents. Thank you very much. Been a pleasure. Jonathan Davis in Townsville. His mother, Eleanor, by the way, used to work at the ABC in Canberra. And this year's Eureka Prizes, based at the Australian Museum, will be presented on August the 23rd. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.